Here we are. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of The Pink Spoon. That's right. 10-minute short-form podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. I appreciate it. If you're watching for the first time, subscribe. we got two new podcasts coming out very shortly, one called Comedy Piñata. We, watch a bunch, we, we get a bunch of stand-up comedians and other entertainers. We watch stand-up comedy clips and rate it. And uh, I got another uh, podcast with uh, Joe Gatto from The Impractical Jokers. They're all dropping very shortly in the upcoming year, so subscribe. Tell your friends. Spread the news. Start spreading the news. Okay, here we go. We got 10 minutes. Let's get to her work, as they say. Um, first off, I want to thank everybody that came out to the Ontario Improv this past weekend. It was great work with Gary Cannon, Patrick Keene, and uh, just, again, being at one of those rowdy kind of road rooms. It was a lot of fun. So thank you guys, and I will be going to this week, Erie, Pennsylvania, to Keller's Comedy and Magic, uh, Comedy and Magic Club, and then Houston Improv coming up, and then Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, going back home to go perform at the Pittsburgh Improv for New Year's Eve weekend. Very excited about that. All right, let's get to work here, okay? Enough with the stuff. Uh, by the way, guys, if you're interested in a timeshare, fuck you, Steve, let's get to work. By the way, thank you, guys. I just got out of the shower, so I hope you like what you see here. I just bathed myself. <laughs> That's what I did. That's right, I cleaned every part. And I mean everything. All of it. There's a lot to clean. There's a lot. All right. Jesse Smollett. Back in the news. Um, obviously, you guys remember this. He said he was, a, he was attacked by folks in Chicago during, like, peak winter season in Chicago. Uh, MAGA, you know, calling him, um, you know homo kind of slurs and stuff, uh, homophobic slurs, and it all turned out to be false. And I got to tell you, this, this might be, Jesse Smollett is the first American to scam Nigerians. Are they laughing? There they go. Good. <laughs> I, was, I was in Los Angeles recently. I saw a billboard for the sex, sex life of college girls. It's a new show on HBO Max, The Sex Life of College Girls. Um, I'm a little bummed that this made it because I was pitching a show called Sex Life of College Boys, and the whole show was about four dudes that live in a house together on a college campus, and each week one of them forgot to lock the door, and they get busted by one of the roommates jerking off. <laughs> Sorry. So, I don't know why that didn't take off. It was uh, it had a lot of promise. Um, but I, I will never forget, I was in college, and um, when I was in school, this is how long ago this was, we had VCR tapes. That's right, the old video cassette recorders. And uh, floating amongst the second floor of Clark Hall at Kent State University, that's where I went to school, um, I think I was in room 216, 216. Uh, we had a videotape that was making the rounds <laughs> on the second floor called LADP. LADP and uh, I unfortunately forgot to lock the door and my college roommate Mark Eney walked in and I was going to town as they say in the biz and uh, I was watching uh, a film called LADP again and uh, <laughs> the acronym obviously is LAPD right Los Angeles Police Department this one was the Los Angeles Dick Patrol yeah, so they were going around and doing things. So, 
Um, I think it would be hilarious if my roommate Markini had come in and seen me going to town, obviously with LEDP, and he said, hands up, don't shoot. That would have been great, but he didn't. And that's why jokes come in hindsight. Uh, okay, I wanna, I wanna share something with you. I was, uh, I was on an airplane recently, and I just think people need to understand the social etiquette on an airplane. Okay, uh, I used to fly American Airlines all the time, and then they went to become a flaming dumpster uh, heading towards a 76 station. Uh, I just couldn't do it anymore. All the flight delays, all the mechanical issues, et cetera, et cetera. I moved to Nashville. I was like, you know, I'm gonna try flying Southwest. And the one thing I didn't like was the cattle call seating, whatever, I got used to it. And it's fine, and it's hilarious. Every single time you board a Southwest flight, lo and behold, there's always somebody in the C group that's like, uh, 9C, I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm 9B, you're in the C group, you have a number, and they think that's their seat number. So they'll come over and they'll come to row 9 or row 8 or row 7 and go, uh, I'm 7A. And it's like, hey, fuck face, that's not how things work here. <laughs> this, is, this is how it goes, you know, it's open seating. They tell you like 15 times at the boarding gate and still people will just not do it. Now, one of the things, Every comic's got a bit about this, right? Every do we do we need the seatbelt announcement before every flight? Do we need to have the flight attendant stand in, in the front of the plane and say this is how you use a seatbelt? And for years, I thought it is so true. It's ridiculous. Can we stop doing this? I sat next to somebody today. Uh, this was not a person's first time flying. This man must have been in his in his 50s, uh, I would assume he seemed like an intelligent guy. He did not know, I repeat, he did not know how to fasten the seatbelt. He hit the ding and it was one of those things where I thought normally I would help somebody, but you just look at him and go, you know, you're a fucking idiot, you deserve this, you deserve to be embarrassed. Ding, the stewardess comes over, yeah, I don't know how to work this. Uh, everybody turned around. I think even the even the even the pilots left the cabin to just come down and go. Are you, are you fucking serious? We got to see this. I've never seen this in 20 years. True, it happened. Now here's why I bring this all up is because as we're deboarding, um, again, social etiquette shows that as you deboard a plane, essentially what happens is you go row by row, row by row. You let the people exit row by row, right? What do you think happened today? That's right. I was uh, I always get a window seat because I like to sleep. I'm like B.A. Baracus on the A-team. I get on and I just conk out. It is my superpower. I love sleep. Uh, I love sleep so much. Sleep is the first thing I think about when I wake up. I'm like, when can I do this again? So uh, it is my superpower to fall asleep on a plane. I've never had an issue sleeping on a plane. And so as we're deplaning, C goes out, B goes out, a, Asian. A starts going, and there was a man, probably in his 60s, that bum-rushed it. And he went in front of me, and I thought, this motherfucker, you son of a bitch. And now, we just went from zero to 60 in about two seconds. The blood is boiling. I'm like, you little piece of shit. How dare you? Do you think you're going to lap me? You're in your 60s. You got a bum leg. You gotta drive from the ladies' tea, I'm sure, you old fuck. So, 
This is what happens. As he's going, classic, classic, passive-aggressive, immature, shouldn't do this, should not do this, stuck my foot out into, into the aisle, and his suitcase bumps over my foot, and as it does, I'm getting my bag, like, what? What's going on? How did I... If you've ever played sports, you know when you're passive-aggressive to somebody. You kind of stick your foot out a little to kind of trip somebody up, and then you get called for a penalty. It's like, what? I didn't even mean to do that. I just, I just, what? I just put my, I completely stuck my foot out and extended it, and, and, and he tripped? Like, that's crazy. I didn't mean to do that. Of course you mean to do it. So that's exactly what I did. Immature, ridiculous. I shouldn't have done it. Did it. Stuck my foot out. Suitcase hops over. I'm pulling my bag out. As it hops over, <laughs> his suitcase goes off track and now it gets wedged behind the seat behind him as he's dragging it. So now it's kind of stuck, so he's got to turn around. And as he's... <laughs> I don't know why I did this. As he's turning around, I take my foot and he's wedging it out and he starts to get it free. <laughs> I can't believe I'm this. I kicked his suitcase. I kicked it. I kicked it like Pele. I gave it a swift old boot. And he had to know. He had to know because his heart, you know, he's just like, oh, there's a lot of slack. He must have felt the motion of the bag going. So as we're getting off the plane, I couldn't help it. I don't know why. I fucking kicked it again. I was behind him. <laughs> Now, granted, the line was kind of like held up because there was some old person getting in the wheelchair, and I pretended again, passive aggressive, like like an athlete. I, I pretended I was stumped. Well, I didn't know this was. Bang! I, I I booted it. I booted it, and he turned around. And he goes, "Do you mind?" Now, this is a pivotal moment. This is a pivotal moment. It's like, am I going to get banned from flying on Southwest for the rest of my life? And am I going to get written up because I beat the fuck out of a sixty-five year old? So I had my earbuds in, and this is what I do. As he's talking to me, he's making eye contact. I'm just like this. Mouth breather. The jaw goes slack. I go like that. I'm listening to music. I turn it up. I can't hear him. He doesn't exist. And then the moment is pacified. It's over. I can't believe I did it. I shouldn't have done it. It's one of those things where if my wife was there, she'd be like, are you fucking serious? Will you grow up? And after all these years, I've learned, no, I just don't think I'm ever going to grow up. And with that, I will say thank you very much for listening to another episode of The Pink Spoon. Please let me know any social etiquettes that you felt um, went excessively beyond something you could compact or contain yourself. So please put it in the comments. As you guys know, I read all the comments. I respond to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know what, what's going on in your world. I'd love to read about some of the social etiquettes that you guys have had. Thank you for letting me vent. And uh, once again, I appreciate it. Keep in touch. Everything I have on social media is at Steve Byrne Live. Catch me in Houston. This weekend in Erie, New Year's Eve, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Lots of love. Pink Spoon. Goodbye.